0: Would you pray with me? God of wisdom, as we, a community of faith, share your word, open our minds and hearts to listen to your eternal truth. Give us courage to faithfully respond to your grace and guidance. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. I'm reading from New Revised the Standard Version. Listen now for the word of God. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man, quit an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Our father, that is be opened And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one. But the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we continue our sermon series, I Love to Tell the Story. Last Sunday, Pastor Rob reminded us that we are called to share the story of God in the world. Meditating, On today's scripture and thinking about pastor rob's sermon i continue to ask myself what is the story of god in my life have you ever thought about the question it's not about god's story in the bible but about god's story that has never stopped in the history of the bible and that has continued throughout the whole human history and throughout our own lives. Today we are discovering God's story in our lives as we bring ourselves to the story of Jesus' the healing miracle. During the sermon, I hope you continue keeping the question in your mind, What is the story of God in my life? The question is very similar to what I have pondered for the past three weeks because of my school assignments. Where is God in my life? Where do I find the work of God in my life? Did Did you catch that? I said, my school assignment. Surprisingly, I went back to school just a month ago for the Doctor of Ministry program at United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio my program is designed for pastors serving cross-cultural appointments and pursuing strong spiritual leadership a good part of the program is that it requires only a week of intensive coursework in dayton so that i can continue my ministry here uh, continue serving in saints and everything else is distance learning that i can do here I'm telling you about the program because going to school is a recent big surprise in my life. A couple of months ago, when I first heard about the program, I ignored it. I was happy about not studying anymore since I graduated from seminary nine years ago. Everything happened within a few days. I got back-to-back calls from two different students in the program. In early August. In the first call, I made fun of my friend who is going to the school because I knew that she had zero interest in going back to school. In the second call, my mind was wide opened and I began to realize potential fruits and outcomes that I could bear throughout the program for me and for the church. On the day, I called Pastor Rob. On that day, I called Bishop Yang Jin Cho, one of the program mentors. Within a few days, I submitted all requirements for the application process and started school after three weeks. That's true story. <laughs> if you know me personally, you'd be surprised by how quickly I made this decision and my firm belief in this program. It is not like me at all. Everything was spontaneous and unplanned. What a surprising joy it is, opening a new chapter of life following God's move. Sometimes life goes to a totally different direction that we don't plan and expect and we discover the story of God in our lives. Jesus' ministry was always something out of the ordinary. He turned water to wine, turned the temple tables over, raised the dead, gave sight to the blind. When people wanted to follow him, Jesus did not give give them time to say goodbye to their own families or even to bury their father. He friended those who unwelcomed and rejected in society and met them where they were. Many people were not pleased by what Jesus did with outsiders, the sick, the young, the widowed, the women, foreigners, tax collectors, and the sinners. Jesus was a figure of a radical hospitality and generosity and an enemy of religious and social authorities. He stirred up society. He collapsed the social boundaries. Theologically, Jesus proclaimed the upside-down kingdom that the authorities did not like at all. Jesus showed what the kingdom of God looked like through every part of his ministry. Jesus opened and broke down a small box the society was stuck in and led the people to see outside the box. God's big world, in which God's big plan was fulfilled for everyone, all God's children on earth. Think outside the box is a trait saying that I do not like. And that's today's sermon title. Interestingly, when I prepared for today's sermon, the phrase popped up in my mind, and I couldn't stop picturing myself in a box. The picture is more like me stuck in a box. That is because I love my comfort zone, stability, and consistency instead of new adventures. Today's today's scripture shows us Jesus outside the box ministry. When Jesus' healing miracle was fulfilled, Jesus stayed away from the crowd instead of showing off his healing power to everyone. He was not hesitant to reach out and make physical contact with a sick man who was socially weak, rejected, and marginalized. Jesus also ordered them to tell no one. He came into their personal lives and met them at their level. As Jesus did 2,000 years ago, he comes into our lives, touches, and heals our weakness and the brokenness because he knows us, because he cares for us. He knows our pain, suffering, distress, and the tears. The healing power of Jesus Christ didn't end in history. It still powerfully works for us in our time in our own lives. There is a power in the name of Jesus Christ. That is our hope in Christ. Our life seems curved, full of obstacles and pain, but we believe that God indeed rescues us from the box, from the box, and leads us to the path of eternal life as God promised for all God's children. In the Korean culture that I grew up with, there is a saying called jultak dong This is about a chicken's hatching process. When a chicken picks at the egg from inside, its mother chicken picks the shell from outside. A chick in the egg is not strong, and its beak is still weak. When mother chicken hears the sound or senses the right time, help comes from the outside. When the inside and outside work together, new life comes out to the world. It's saying reminds me of the responsible grace that Randy Maddox, an American contemporary theologian, is talking about. God's grace is given freely to all of us, and we respond to grace. God's grace is preexistent even before our human recognition. In Methodist theology, we call this prevenient grace. Our knowledge and experience begin to realize our fallen humanity and our sinfulness and our brokenness. God's justifying grace enables us to see our fallen humanity and the need for God's forgiveness. We continue seeking God's grace that leads us to the way of salvation. God's sanctifying grace leads us to be more like Jesus, our Savior, who gave himself up for us and the world. God's grace is given to us first, and we choose to respond to God's grace, transforming us from the inside out and living out eternal life on earth that God freely gives us to us. Just like a chick and mother chicken work for a new life, God, our Creator, and we, God's creatures, work together for a new life, eternal life with Jesus Christ, our Lord and the Savior. Our spiritual journey with God is just like Jesus' ministry. Often we see our life shifted in a different direction regardless of our thoughts and plans we may see God's guidance is not the best for us. In our human minds, we only see the box, a small, safe, and cozy place for us. Have you ever felt like God stretches you to do something that you have never thought about or never tried to do? Life is full of God's surprises. And again, I am an example of a surprising life. I grew up in a faithful Methodist family in Korea. When I was young, my parents thought that if one of their children were a pastor, that would be my older brother. I didn't know that until I became a pastor. I understand why they had that thought. He is the eldest, a boy, smart, faithful and he was more active when you're young at the church see what happened dear younger child who is a girl became a pastor and my brother is not i double majored in theology and social work in college in the first two years in college i studied german not english i studied german because I dreamed of studying abroad and planned to study theology in Germany. I don't know how that thought started, but I thought I had to go there and study there because Germany was the country of the Protestants' Reformation. However, all of my close friends were planning to go to the United States, not Germany. I heard more and more information about schools in the United States. My mind changed little by little. In 2009, I came to the United States to study. And I've never been in Germany, still. (laughs) The reason I'm sharing my stories today is not to tell you who I am, but telling you that life spans beyond our human plans and the thoughts of course i cannot tell you that all the surprises are good but outside the box there are so many potentials to grow as a disciple of jesus christ and more chances for us to see god's wonderful work that heals our brokenness and wounds and it shows us the work of healing and salvation in our own lives? Has your hatching process started to come out of your small box? Are you afraid of stepping outside the box? Remember that when a chick tries to come out of the egg, Mother chicken helps from outside. God is always with us and provides for our needs, just like the mother hand provides help from, for her chick. When we step out of our small box, God shows us a big world full of possibilities and full of stories to tell who God is and how powerfully God works for us. Of course, it doesn't mean that outside the box, we will have no tears and suffering. But there is a promise of God that God never abandons and forsakes us. The promise is always true. Some of you may feel like instead of choosing to step out of the box, your box was torn down. Everything in your life is collapsed without your plans and intentions. You may feel like your life has become exposed to those around you regardless of what you do. I don't know exactly how you feel when your life is turned upside down, when your loved one suddenly or tragically dies, when you lose your job, when a relationship ends, or when you face life challenges and worldly temptations. However, what I can assure you is that you are not alone. Think about how the man in in today's scripture came to Jesus. An unidentified group of people brought him to Jesus. They begged Jesus to help him. Even though his socioeconomic status was low and his life was broken, there were people willing to support him, be with him, and go through the darkest valley of life with him. He was not alone. So, are you still afraid? Friends, you are not alone. Your family, friends, and church family walk your journey together. God is with you all the time. God is walking through every single step you take outside the box. God's hands reach out to you. Now, it is your turn to break outside your box and come out to see the big world that God has prepared for you. As Jesus said to the blind and muted man, be opened. Today, he says to us, be opened. It's scary. It's scary to look outside the box because we don't know what will happen and what it looks like. Yet, I want you to know that if you stay inside the box, you will never see the greater work God is going to do for you and through you. I hope and pray that when God's hands reach out to you, reach out to us, we faithfully hold it and courageously step out of our box. Jesus tells us today, eh, Father, Be opened. I hope our eyes, ears, minds, hearts, and spirit are open to experience God's big and surprising healing work in our lives, so that we can tell the story of God to a world that does not know yet the mighty work of God for all humanity. So. What is the story of God in your life? I encourage you to think outside the box and live out a grace-filled life with Jesus Christ, our great healer and Savior. Friends, be opened. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.